Hello and welcome to The Hot Flush, Australia's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. Uh, joining you is blogger, author and 44-year-old swamp queen, Mrs Woog from woogsworld.com. And how can we forget writer, Instagram stories addict and journalist Kim Berry from allconsuming.com. So go and make a cuppa, sit back and relax in the knowledge that you are not alone in this ridiculous stage of life. This podcast may contain swears. Okay, we just had a lovely 10-minute chat. Yeah, 10 minutes. And then... To each other. Kim says... Not recording. Fuck, we're not recording. And this was the episode, guys, that we were going to talk to you about our professionalism and what we've done to up the ante in the podcast industry. Fail. But that's okay. That's okay. We did it right at the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, we've sort of... It's like a... just done a dress rehearsal. Okay. Well, let's get straight back into it. The okay. fortnightly report. What have you been up to? I've been spewing and pooing for England. I know. So poor Mrs. Wook has been poorly. Yes. And I've lost one kilo in See. a day, which I don't think is healthy. <laughs> oh, I'd be, I'd be embracing that. Well, you've lost a kilo recently, haven't you? Because you've got yourself waxed. I did. I've been denuded. Denuded. <laughs> And while we were practicing this, I was talking about the importance of hair down there. Yes. Um, it's there for a reason. It is apparent. Yeah, well, it is, you know, like it's natural that you have hair down there. But just some things like a little bit of, you know, fooling around and a bit of nookie, it's it's nice. And Woogs' computer has just shut itself. It's got Woogs' bug and it's just gone, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not working anymore. Well, this is going really well. Um <laughs> See, this is what happens when we go, right, we're going to have a plan. We've got a, well, a sort of script. We've got, you know, talking points. And, um, oh, it's back. And we're back. What else have you been Uh, up to? Oh, so what else have I been up to? Um, I've been navigating towards one of my children finishing school for forever. Tomorrow is uh, Felix's last day's, last lessons. So the... HSC is in October. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I have a kid that finishes school tomorrow. That means you've got two that are finished. That means I have two school leavers. So that officially means I'm old. Like, really, can it mean anything else? Can you pass me that? I'm just going to position the, uh, just going to position this like that. We should going to get a producer, I suppose. We need a producer. I actually was thinking that maybe we get handheld microphones that you can attach to the bottom of our little device. But then I just went, no. where do you start? I started researching it. And there was some for like over $1,000. No. So I was just like, no. no. Well, no. we're limping towards school holidays here in New South Wales. My kids are completely mm. over it. Yes. Um, my youngest son is dancing, dancing, dancing the whole time. He's exhausted. Yeah. Um, he's going heading overseas this week. What's his feet like? Um, good. Are they? Yeah. My other son's flat-footed. Yeah. And can't really run. Runs like a drunk duck. But, you know, Jackson, Jackson <laughs> so perfectly. So, Jasper and I actually Googled the other day ballet dancers' feet, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Some of them are quite manky. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. They might look pretty up there in that tutu and no, and no body fat, but oh, you look at those feet and it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's a war zone at, down I'm there. Not looking at ballerinas' feet. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to, this is something that we've been doing for a long time, hashtag on the list, but I just want to preface it by saying, although we foster a non-judgmental attitude around these parts, if we were to be judgmental, here is what is on the list. (laughs) And look, I do know that in this podcast, I come across as very judgmental, 
and I am. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not judgmental like um, Corey Bernardi judgmental. You know, like no, I just, why would I be friends with you? I just, you? <laughs> I just, I know. It's no, you know what? It's not judge. I'm not judgmental. I'm opinionated. Yes, yes. Opinionated. So I have, I have my opinions. Well, I have one this week that's probably not going to be very popular because I've seen people wearing these um, on Instagram. The holy grail that be. Yeah. Um, overalls on grown up women. No. Do you, why not? Uh, because we're grown up women. Yes. And it's not 1974. Yes, is that the last time you think you could have worn overalls? No, no, I wore them in the uh, late nineties when you were pregnant, which is always there's photographic evidence. Why did my mum used to wear them too? Was it just for ease of weeing, or they were just very comfortable? Or but don't you think like a pair of yoga pants or like drop crotches? I don't think I don't think there weren't yoga pants and drop crotches in 19 the late 1990s no i don't think but my mum used to have like in the 80s she used to wear them for fun and they were <laughs> and she used to wear full jumpsuits that were like she'd step in like a, a um like a space suit and they would be all sorts of colors so you know how you see all those now which i think officially mrs Wood, they're called a pantsuit uh-huh. um how do you pee you have to take you have to take off. everything off and yeah. if you're in a public toilet you don't want your shit touching the floor Ugh. Do you know I read something this week? And I have been in a state of delirium, so I might have dreamt it. But <laughs> I did. I think I read something how um, the, the 80s are back. Touches of the 80s are back in season. Discuss. Oh, are there shoulder pads? Yes. Wow. Are there big boxy blazers? Yes. <laughs> Stirrup pants? Oh, yeah. They've been in the shops all, all winter. Oh, have they? I don't really go to the shops. I'm sort of allergic to them. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, mm. Well, so long as I don't have to wear it, <laughs> and so long as I can, so long as I can mock those who are, then think, I'm very happy. I think your earrings are a little eighties esque. They're a fluoro. Actually, they are a bit with that fluoro, fluoro sort of, pink and white disc with purple yes. tassels. These are like, they these are eighties esque. This is from a woman in the Southern Highlands of New South Wales. I was say probably the Southern Highlands. Southern Highlands. Um, do you know? Okay, I'll come back to her. But do you know when you, if you go to, you know when you drive into a town and they've got the tourist radio thing? Yeah. If you go to the tourist radio as you're driving into Barrow, which is sort of the centre of... Um, it's the eastern suburbs of the south coast. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, when you drive into Barrow, the, the are you tourism giving, radio actually are you says a more, more British than Britain... <laughs> Or it says it either says that or it says no. It says more English than 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 England, and it's like that's not something to be proud of. Top of the morning to you, Gizna. <laughs> like, are you presented like... with a tartan sca- a sash oh. and a Scottish dog? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this lady who lives in the Southern Highlands, her earring place is called Spotting Unicorns, and she just does cool things. Like she does cool earrings. Oh, do you know, that would be a lovely way to make a living. Wouldn't it? Yeah, just spot of unicorn. To be crafty. Wake up every morning, drop a bit of LSD and see what you come up with. <laughs> because that's what Chuck, she's looked like with those earrings, Kim. Oh, God, that's so true. Just a good recreational drug habit and just some little crafty thing that yeah, you just Yeah, go do. out and potter in the potting shed. Yes. With your Scotty dog and your oh, whiskey. Probably sell a couple of potted succulents at the local market. We're just joking. We love all of our three <laughs> listeners from the Southern Highlands. <laughs> that we do. And we haven't been invited down to Burrador or anywhere like that. <laughs> Hopefully we might go down to the... 
She was racist to the picnic race. Well, I was just bong going to, bong the bong bong race. There's such druggies down in this. <laughs> the bong bong. Well, I was going to because I was just going to make a quip about if you live in the Southern Highlands, you have a pony. But uh, you're you have quite a horsey background. Yes, I do. I grew up um, on the race course. My father started off as a bookmaker. <gasps> I had no, no idea. This is a complete revelation. My dad started off as a book. My dad started off as studying to be a priest, and he became a bookmaker. And he became a bookmaker. <laughs> what a natural, what a Segway. natural progression. Yeah, bookmaker. Then got into pubs. Okay, well that that makes sense. And then got into racing administration. He ended up being the the chairman of the thoroughbred racing board. So I grew oh, up with horses. My grandfather you really did. My grandfather was a trainer, a breeder, and a trainer. And he used to send me down all the thoroughbreds that were too slow but were really dopey. So I used to <laughs> take these big horses to Pony Club when I was six and seven. Everyone oh. would be on their Shetland ponies and I'd be on this horse straight off the track. Yeah. <laughs> I used to win all the races. Hashtag it's not a competition. Hashtag, Hashtag it so is. So is. <laughs> oh, so when you go, so you could go into a TAB and you totally know how all of that works and the odds and the, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm not much of a better though. Like, no. You know, it's because yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I can't do that. It just yeah. my anxiety just yeah. ratchets up. Well, I grew up with watching people lose, lose. their house. And yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not that much into it. So note to self, don't make pony jokes. Don't make pony jokes. What else is on your list? Oh, okay. This seems quite random, but for some reason it keeps appearing in my Instagram feed and on the, like just on telly and pinatas. Oh, really? I hate them. Why is that? Because they're a pinata. I like them because you get to bash the shit out of them. Can I tell you? Then you get given lollies for doing so. so What's wrong with that? Okay. First of all, it's they are the shittiest lollies inside it. Um, and I had a friend like a few years ago and her son had a piñata that was a bird. And then they it was like Lord of the Flies, all these kids taking to this bird with sticks. And one one little kid eventually just turned and went, "They're killing the bird." That is a little bit. I don't know. It's very I know that that is very random, but piñatas, stop it. Speaking of killing, yes. I had a tragedy during the week. Oh, I, found, I feel very bad about I found this. a little baby ringtail possum that had been attacked apparently by something called a powerful owl. Oh. Powerful owls come in and swoop and take your cat and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, and he wasn't well. And I found him at about 10 o'clock. And his name was Jason. One of the Instagram people suggested I call him Jason. So I put him in a beanie of mine and then in a little box next to me. And I sat up all night with Jason feeding it little drops of water from a straw and next morning I went up to Hot Dr. Nick at right. Roseville Green Cross. Shout out to him. He's lovely. And of course, in he goes, oh, is it Chewy? I said, no, it's not Chewy. It's Jason. He said, who's Jason? So I showed him and he picked up Jason and he said, sorry, Mrs. Woog, Jason needs to go to God. Anyway, this bitch next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it was bad. Tell them what you did. So she put this picture up of Jason on Instagram and I just replied, dude, that's a rat. It wasn't a rat. It was an Australian marsupial. It was an Australian native marsupial. And he just looked at me and smiled. I don't know if he smiled or whether he was in the death clutches <laughs> of dying. But, oh, he was so cute and so sweet. And, like, seriously, I won't get up early for anything, but I got up early for Jason to make sure that 
he could be saved. And I even mm. said to Hot Dog Teddy, I don't care how much it costs. I could, I could feel Mr. Woods bristles at, <laughs> while he was working, going, oh, my God, what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, nothing could be done to save mm. Jason. So, so I went to my sister-in-law's place yesterday for my niece's birthday, and they have some pet mice. Gross. So foul. Once my neighbour went away and said, can you look after these pet mice? And I said, yeah, sure, that would be novelty. They yeah. stunk. They stink. They stink. Ink. And apparently they just shit all the time. So you hold them in your hand. Not that I touched them. You hold them in your hand and they go, oh, there's a poo. Oh, there's another poo. Oh, there's another poo. It's just like, why? Like, it's vermin. Vermin. Yeah, I'm not into that. Sorry. And, I... and Lisa, my sister-in-law, was like, they're so cute. And I'm like, no. That was it's... like, I love all creatures. I really do. Um, even the other day, we are rambling. and We'll get back to our program in a minute. But the other day, I found this beautiful moth. It was green and brown. It was the prettiest thing I've ever seen. It had all these lovely colours. It was in the kitchen, and I'd just done my Glen 20 daily march through. So he wasn't feeling very well. So then I put him out on the um, on the balcony <laughs> on the feeding. No, no, no. He was tiny. And then my friend Mrs O'Neill was over, and I, she walked past. I said, oh, my God, look at this beautiful. And she went, click. <laughs> You're surrounded by monsters. Yeah, All your friends are monsters. off the balcony. And I said, I said, I've been like looking after that moth. So then she felt bad. She went and found it and put it in the garden. But I think it was gone to God with Jason. <laughs> um, one other thing that's on my list. Actually, there's so much on my list. But um, have you seen on Instagram? I'm not as obsessed with Instagram <laughs> as you are. Uh, people are doing things. Artists, air quote artists, are doing things like sculpting avocado. Yeah. Too much time on their hands. Why? Why like, wouldn't you rather be in bed with a good book? Like, why aren't you, if you're an if you're air quotes artist, why aren't you, that's that's not art, that's just, that's, that's not just, art. That's just playing with your food. It's playing with your food. And that's what we try to dissuade children from doing when they're young. And, and I'm just like looking at this How avocado going, money? I'm paying three bucks for a, a, a three bucks for an avocado at the moment. Like, that's just waste. What do they do with it? How do they make money? I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of weird what a time! What avocado. a time to be alive. I know. It's quite depressing anyway. Ugh. We're going to quickly hit on what we're binging on before we take a break. Okay. And we both, well, in my sickness of death yesterday where I wasn't quite sure whether I was Arthur or Martha or no, I was speaking <laughs> in tongues at one point. I um, just went on to Netflix. Oh, God, some people will turn off now. They hate talking about Netflix. But I will only just tell you, I binged on one and a half series of this show called Shit's Creek. Kim, you're into it? Oh, yeah. I watched the first series. But I have this thing, like there are some shows that you watch and you go, no, that's a contained unit. If you now go on, it's overkill. So Shit's Creek, I watched the first series and I won't watch anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It is so funny. It's, it's about hilarious. this very wealthy family who didn't pay any taxes. They lost yeah. everything. But the father, as a joke, bought the son a town in the middle of America. So the government said, well, that's all you've got left is this town. So yeah. they had to move from this mansion into this shitty motel room. It's a motel. Um, and the, the best thing about this show is that it stars Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, who are always married in movies. If you remember yeah. Best in Show, <laughs> Wookiee, um, yes. they're just magic together. And I yeah. think Catherine O'Hara is possibly one of the best actresses so, on the planet. And Catherine, was she the mum in Home Alone? Yes. Yeah. 
She's come a long way. She's just they, they are hilarious. And Eugene Levy's son is in it, and he actually co-produced it. So him and his yeah. dad worked together. And I together. think he's uh, well. I don't think he's big in the states, uh, but he's he doesn't seem gorgeous. to be big out here. He's, he's very gorgeous. Yes. He's very gorgeous. So yes. if you want a bit of shits and giggles, yes, I can thoroughly recommend Shits Creek. Have you been watching um, Get Kraken? No. I've got them both taped because I'm a bit nervous that I'm not going to enjoy them. Um, so uh, I, I think it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. And we sort of cackle as we watch it. Okay. Um, I can understand why some people just go, nah, like it's too over the top. Um, and I think it is more over the top than their cooking. It reminds me of when the Spice Girls bought out their movie. Oh, Oh no, it's not. It's not like that. There are some actual. There are some very funny moments, and then sometimes it's a bit like, Neh. but um, worth watching. Yes, I would watch it. Okay, because there are enough little snippets in it, and you know the droll Kate. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She, she's my favorite. Yeah, she's my favorite. Um, I relate to her. <laughs> just her generally, you know, just sort of like, like oh, <laughs> sucked on a lemon side of yes. demeanor. Um, she has this line that she says to the other Kate at one point, and she just goes. She goes, are you water damaged? And I just went, oh my God, that's the best line ever. So that's now entered my vernacular. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with you. We're going to talk at some of the reader's questions this week. Oh, I like that. Very interesting about all sorts of things. So we'll see you after the break. And we promise that I'll promise that I will actually press record. Thank you, dickhead. (laughs) And welcome back to the Hot Flush. Mrs. Woog and myself are here. We've uh, covered off on some very important topics and uh, given some very salient opinions on um, on, on, on unimportant on, on, things. That's right. Well, that I view that as part of my job in life is to rant about things that really don't matter at all. I know because people are interested. They are. Can yeah. I have another little rant? Yeah, sure. There's this thing that's popped up around Sydney. It might, or I think it does already exist in Melbourne. Um, where like a bike share. So there's all these bikes everywhere and you download the app and then you can hire the bike and then you get off the bike wherever you are and you leave the bike. Now, in principle, that sounds like a great idea. You know, cars off the road, healthy. I call absolute bullshit. See, and this is where Kim and I are going to have an argument. And we already have had an argument, but just off the air. I can't see there's anything wrong with someone jumping on a bike. The only problem I have is helmets and knits. Okay, well, that's a very valid point. I hadn't even thought of that. They, yes, they do come with a helmet. Yes. And so, yes, you are going to get knits or some other awful skin disease from some <laughs> bogan stranger who's been riding it. Um, but apart from that, okay, if you, if you are a bike rider in Sydney... You have a bike. Yes. And if you are in the city or the CBD or its immediate sort of surrounds, you've got your bike. You've been riding to work already. You've, you know. And I must say that Mr. Woog uh, bought a bike to try and ride to work. He rode it once to work and yes. came home. And Ashen. 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 Ashen and Pale uh, upped his life insurance and sold the bike because he says he's never wanted to shit his pants so much. <laughs> exactly. There is no one. You or me, I am not going to go, oh, I work in Piermont and I've got to go to a meeting, which is, you know, just sort of in the city. Um, and I've got to go to a meeting in the city. There's no way in hell I'm jumping on a bike. One, because I haven't ridden one in 20 years. And B, because you only ride in Sydney if you have a death wish. You are not getting...
getting on a bike in the city if you do not already ride a bike in the city. It's not going to happen. And then what happens is those that do go, oh, I'm too scared to ride on the road, so I'm going to ride on the footpath. Danger, danger, <laughs> danger. It's just so insane. I see them all. Do you mind Clover Mall? I want to kick them. Is it Clover Mall's fault? No, it's some, it's some hipster. It's some millennial in her office who's just gone, this is a great idea. And so you've just got this visual pollution everywhere. I'm taking bets as to how long it's going to be before we start seeing them completely trashed. Where some Wonder drunk what sort of fuck is like be covering that off. So I'm sorry. Look, I did. I started monologuing, but I am very. It just really. And do you know what? When I was driving here, I saw one in a suburban street two blocks from your house. They're they're coming for you, Kim. It's just, I bet you in six months' time you'll be here going, I can't believe I didn't get on board this trend. Nope. For me, I, like, I'm like i neither here nor there. If you want to go for it, do it. Like It doesn't rile my... Like, it riles you <laughs> for some strange well, reason. Well, I guess because like, I'm walking around in the city for so long, like a lot, and we walk a lot, and they're just freaking everywhere. Those couriers, those bike couriers. Oh, my oh. God. Like, I don't know. I'd rather be a high, high screen know. window washer what? than be a bike courier. <laughs> daily stress level be and the other thing is Sydney is not Melbourne Melbourne's really flat isn't it we are not living in like Europe where it's flat I mean you know there's the Alps and stuff but like a lot of areas are like very flat but the Dutch they do it all the time yeah well they're flat it's flat they probably don't have the congestion that Sydney Sydney's just a shithole at the moment we've got being dug up and it's just anxiety inducing the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. We sound so perimenopausal. I know. Speaking of perimenopausal, let's have a look at some readers' questions okay. from this week. One of our readers asked, why am I feeling weepy and depressed? Now, I've done some research on this, Kim, because oh. we're, funnily enough, you and I are doctors, so we're not actually really qualified to talk about this. But I found a fantastic resource called the menopausecenter.com.au. Uh-huh. It answers all your questions, and there's also an online course that you could speak to a doctor. Oh, right. Um, and they'll take you through the three steps to get you back on track. So, obviously, your GP would be a better way to go. But if yeah. you are living in a rural community or a remote community, it's yep. worthwhile checking out menopausecenter.com.au. Huh. Why are you feeling weepy and depressed, Kim? Because this was you. I know. Well, I'm covering all bases. I've been weepy, depressed, rage. Um, and for me, I actually, I felt like um, uh, it's been everything that's been going on in the world. Yeah. And normally that's actually how I know that I'm not in a good place. Once I start fixating on things that I can't fix, yeah. I'm like, oh, You're trying to control the uncontrollable. Yeah. And that I have to sort of go, okay, I need to pull this back. And But um, I actually, it came out of the blue. Like I literally woke up one day last week or the week before and just went, oh. That's weird. Okay, well, this this information I'm just going to share with you. As women approach menopause, their estrogen levels begin to drop off. This hormone plays a big part in regulating brain functions, especially chemicals that influence moods, such as serotonin and cortisol. So it's actually not anything to do with... It's it's an imbalance. It's, yeah. it's an enchantment. It's a chemical and imbalance. And I think ladies who are listening who are nodding along, because I can hear you nodding, um, you can do something about it. You don't have to live with, with that. But so, okay, go on. Um, decreasing levels of estrogen during menopause can also cause other physical and mental symptoms such as hot flushes mm. and anxiety, which can lead to depression. 
So there's a whole heap of factors, environmental, personality, genetic, biochemical, which speeds up what you might be going through, Kim. Mm -hmm. Do you know um, the three things that have really helped me in the last sort of week and a bit? No. Physical contact. So lots of cuddles yep. and hugs with, you know, boys yep. and I've partners. Heard, I've heard and that women need to be, like, given them a good long hug once a day. Yeah. Like with a back rub and yep. stuff yep. like that. Um, sleep. Yep. I've had two nights in a row where I've had over 10 hours sleep. Yeah. And today is the first day in 10 days that I've actually felt, oh, I think I'm not going to want to stab someone with a fork. Yeah, I think that sleep is so important. And, you know, doing some research on this, I think it's a big worry for women because they get anxious about sleeping. And so yeah. when they go yes. to bed, they lie there and they're going, I need oh to be God, asleep. I need to be asleep. I can't sleep. I'm not going to sleep yet. And my tip is to just do deep breathing. I'm, yep. I'm a meditator. I do meditation. So Ooh. shut up. Um, so, and, and I just try to bring my mind back on thinking about nothing because otherwise I end up writing blog posts in my head or, oh, I yeah, should have yeah. said that to that prick and all of these yeah, things. Yeah. Um, do you know what I did? What? I went, oh, I'm feeling really tired. I might go to bed. And I went to bed. And do you know what? One night that was at 7.38. Perfect. And at one night it was 7.52. Awesome. Two nights in a row. Awesome. In bed before 8 p.m. And a team... My 10-year-old put himself to bed. <laughs> That's great. But the thing is, the other thing is, Kim, um, get yourself off social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just such a game changer. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, every time I think, oh, you might just check my phone. No. no. Put it down. Nothing is going to happen that can't wait. That is correct. You know, and I work in the industry, so there's certain times that I have yes. to. But um, just making sure that you just spend a day or two off it each yes. week. and like, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, you yeah. can't be stuck to your phone. Uh, and, you know, so cuddles, mm -hmm. sleep, you mm -hmm. know what the third thing is? Sun. Sex. Yeah. But really what about good. all our friends out there who've got papery vaginas? The papery vagina. Now, I was reading about this the other day. Papery vagina is what happens when you go through menopause. Yes. So the thin, the skin down there thins, um, and I didn't know this, but the your, the opening can shrink. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but that is the cruelest twist of fate that could ever befall. Welcome woman. to womanhood, Kim. Yeah. It's As one I... disappointment after the other. <laughs> Like you're becoming competent, incontinent after having kids. Oh, we're going to talk your about your vagina that later. dries up and shrinks, closes up, closes up like a gnarly old bit of wood. <laughs> so, uh, I well, I think, yeah, look, you can actually you know, get a prescription. We won't dwell on this because people might be leaving in droves, but you can actually get a prescription from your doctor that will prescribe a cream that you rub rub up in there and we'll just like make it all a bit better mm. um so that's what causes depression in menopause and it's it's nothing to do with you it's just your hormones tricking you yeah. and you know you don't have to live with it yeah so go and check out that menopausecenter.com.au we had daniela spadaro who's a lovely regular of ours asked about impatience and crankiness oh, see this this fast took over my depression and weepiness. That lasted for about six hours. And then the irritability and the crankiness just... <laughs> I was like some sort of... What's that What's that creature with multiple heads? Hedra? No, what is that? 
Well, that's a very poor, you know, segue. But anyway, yes, I've been so cranky. Yeah. I've been in such a bad mood. But you'll you'll find that because you're sleeping better, that yes. will alleviate that. Yeah. I suffer from seasonal affective disorder. Yes. Yes, I hate the gloominess. So I'm coming out of I'm coming out like bursting out from the spring because it was sunshine. <laughs> But you mustn't. Your your sad mustn't have been too bad this year because we had such a gorgeous. No, it winter. wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. And yeah. every time the, the sun was out and I was taking a break, man, I was out there in it. Yeah, I was walking in the sunshine, smelling yeah. smelling the blooms, doing all those stupid things. Can you believe? I used to be like a groovy rock star, sort of up all night chick, and now I'm I'm taking pleasure in making a cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah, it's and I a don't, reason. and I have no apologies for doing it. No, but that's the reason why we're the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. I think we're the only podcast for the perimenopausal, but we'll go with premier. Yeah, premier sounds. Yeah. Okay, Important. so Daniela, Daniela, uh, during menopause transition, the primary underlying cause of irritability is oh, guess what? Hormone imbalance. Yes, again. So it's oh. very closely linked with uh, depression. Um, again, hot flushes, sleep disorders, loss of libido, vaginal dryness. Um, can contribute to irritability. Yeah. So, what, what do we say to Daniela? It's not your fault, dude. Yeah. It's not your fault. It's again. Um, we need to. We need to investigate this further in terms of if we're all dropping off in our amounts of estrogen. Is that what the patches are? Yeah. Is they? Is it just puts estrogen, estrogen back, back into your, your system? Body. Yeah. But then if you do that, then aren't you prolonging menopause? Well, as I say, we're not experts. No, we're not experts. And also, everybody is different. So uh, first port of call, go and jump on that website. Go and see your doctor. Um, You're not going mad, you know. And back in the day, they used to put women who were like this in asylum asylum seekers, in asylums, because they thought we were going... Yeah, they're going insane. Yes. Okay. Moving right along in the headlines this week, Kim. Oh, boy. Okay, so there's been a number of hurricanes. Yes. Um, I have a friend who lives in um, Florida, mm-hmm. so I just sort of witnessed that whole process of yep. them getting ready, you know, and the whole right. thing. And I certainly don't want this to be a compare and contrast or a, you know, um, you don't know how, how good you've got it with your hurricane, you know, but... Uh, I think it's worth noting that at the same time as hurricanes were hitting the States, a hurricane hit Bangladesh um, that put two-thirds of that country underwater. Mm-hmm. Two-thirds of the country. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they had all of the um, Rohingya Muslims coming out of Myanmar into Bangladesh mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not... I don't want to... I'm just sort of saying, I don't really know what I'm saying. I just feel like the humanitarian crisis far outweighed one than the other, but like but you lives were lost in both. Yeah, places. yeah, and you know, like, and and just because you know, my friend, my friend Joe and his family are staring down the barrel of potentially not having power in their house for more than three weeks. Mm-hmm. Now they've got a house. They've got a house, and their house was not damaged. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I don't. But that's still. That's still difficult. Oh, yeah. Oh, can you imagine living without power? For no. But at the same time, I just feel like two-thirds of a country was underwater. How many people and died? And then they were having another humanitarian crisis, in, like, affecting them that was not of their making. You know, I like, know. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, Yeah, I, don't I can see why it doesn't sit easy with you. It seems quite 
imbalanced in coverage and yeah. money being raised. Yeah. No. I don't know. It's a hard one. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the flip side of that as well is a country like Bangladesh in terms of climate change and sea level rise, which is actually already happening. Um, not according to Donald. Oh, not according to people within our own parliament. Um, is the fact that, you know, like not, not millions, tens of millions of people in Bangladesh are already being affected. Mm. And I don't like, but you see this, this is where my crankiness and my irritability has been stemming is this stuff happening. And then, and then things like, um, the whole energy debate in Australia at the moment, Mm. which is not being driven by best policy and it's been driven by political ideology. So... Well, I've just brought us all down, haven't I? I know, I know. That's good. They're all good points. They're all good points. Um, also in the headlines, of course, is the upcoming uh, marriage equality vote, yeah. uh, which is being spun out by some politicians at some sort of evil doctor. Well, evil you know, yeah, next, yeah. I don't, yeah. You know, with people marrying dogs and, and you know, it's just... Um, um, it's been a really good reason for me not to be on social media, to yeah, be honest, because yeah. that makes me grumpy. So one of the things that one of uh, our politicians who is in the vote no camp said the other day was that allowing marriage equality, and I'm very much about this being marriage equality, not same-sex marriage, because I think that's a, I think the language is very important. Um, but he was like, one of the things that, one of the negatives in this is it, it will lead to greater gender fluidity. And my thought to that is, and mm-hmm. so I was the like, what? I don't understand. Like, what? I, okay, so what's the problem? Like, if there's greater gender fluidity, isn't that meaning that people are happy with being themselves? Well, that's what I would have thought, but somehow that's a negative. Okay, now, well, I did hear Lyle Shelton this oh. week talk about um, conversion classes for children who might be gay. I saw that too. That apparently, you know, when they're when they're an, uh, what was it? When they're a, um, a, a not a juvenile. When they're a adolescent, adolescent or something, then they are their parents' responsibility. Yeah. So basically, yes, giving permission to parents to send them off to church for having yeah to to to, to undergo therapies that have been proven to psychologically damaging, very damaging stuff. Um, and so, and this is my thing with a lot of this. It's like you know, there's going to be more, and it's like. Please follow through that. Then what? Then what is the problem? And and the only place they go is to completely ludicrous situations that Fire totally come from a base of fear and an ill education. I um, was at the high school canteen this week doing my community service. Yep. Um, and this gorgeous boy, would have been about year 10, came up and he ordered what he wanted to get. Put his money across the table. He had the most amazing nails I've ever seen. Long, hot pink nails. And I said, mate, are they your real nails or are they acrylics? And he was like, they're mine. <gasps> I went, well, they are spectacular. And he goes, thanks. I go to Ruby Room and Chatswood, but they really fucked this one up. And he was just so oh. proud of his nails. And I just, my heart was just like, and yeah. the fact that he's in an environment where he was with his mates and, yeah. you know, he was free to be who he was. And yeah. it was just, that's the sign of the times and it's coming. And if you don't think it's coming, then you're off your fucking rocker. Um, I guess one of the other things for me about this is when Oscar was born and we were still in Sydney Children's Hospital, 
There was a 14-year-old girl in the bed next to us with her baby who had been flown down from uh, Tamworth and they couldn't tell the gender of her baby. So that's there's a gender-fluid trans baby right there. She was 14. Mm-hmm. She came from a town outside of Tamworth and her mother, an initial response when the doctors were sitting and trying to was so, um, I don't know. And I I think about that kid so much. Mm. And then the information came out the other week that 50% of trans kids try to kill themselves. Mm. 50. Mm. One in two. So if you're sitting there and saying, we cannot have same-sex marriage and we cannot have these things because they're not right, even though it's clearly right because that's how this person has been born and how they are, then how do you make peace with a statistic like that? It's just just pure homophobia. It's like racism. It's like any sort of schism. And meanwhile, meanwhile, Rob has just been to a friend's wedding and he wore a dress. He wore an Alana Hill frock that I would have killed to fit. Like, my boyfriend, who makes me go like the clappers... (laughs) Looks so hot in a dress Good. and a skirt, and he wore it because he wanted to. Yeah, there's nothing else. That no insidious, you know, like but, like there's no agenda. No, yeah. He just wore this hot Alana Hill dress. Yeah, with his docks. Awesome. But he wore them with his date, like his fine docks, not his everyday docks. Yeah, I just think yeah, happy and, and isn't that fabulous that he can be happy with who yeah. he is? I yeah. Think. You know, I think we've probably talked about this far too much now, but um, we are voting. Oh. We are voting yes at uh, the. Have you had your farm yet? No, have you? No. Yes, the North Shore and the Northern Beaches have been overlooked. But <laughs> um, we have talked oh. about this enough. We're voting we yes. Are. We hope you are too. We know that most of you are. Otherwise, you're too scared to tell us. No. Um, yes. Now let's talk about something a little bit more fun. Today, I'm going to bring you the Berries House Debuté. <laughs> Can I just jump in and tell you about Luke's House de Beauté? Oh, yes. Um, I've got really bad nails. You've, got no, na- you've got no nails because on. Because I picked all my shellac off. Yeah. Can you see this now? This is great podcasting material. Can, can, you just... see that? can you see those yeah. ridges? That's from getting a shellac. Shellac is the devil's work, but it looks so good. I was at the rugby presentation <laughs> this time last week, and I said to my friend, Mrs. Kodowski, who I was sitting next to, yes. I'm going to use this next hour and a half to pick all my shellac off because I'm a multitasker. So what? now I'm left with claws of death, <laughs> papery claws of death, oh. and I'm too embarrassed to go You've back. You've got and a get very nice done. nail shape, though. Uh, well, I do, but look yeah. at like look beyond that, mate. Look at that. It's <laughs> just, just fucked up. <laughs> Tell us about your butane. Okay, with the butane. Are you aware of false eyelashes that are magnetic? I did see something and I skipped it because I haven't got time to fill my head up with that shit. <laughs> We did talk about eyebrows okay. last week. We did talk about eyebrows, and that's why I just I saw it, and I just went lash bars. They're all the rage now. Oh, lash they? bars! Yeah, aren't they? every week you pop in and get your lashes done. But then I saw something on Studio Ten where they fucked it up, and it went oh, yeah, nah. Really? Yeah. Like on telly? Oh no, no, the lady came in and had them badly done, and they, they were all infected, and her eyes were all glassy. Oh, and... there's actually something. There's actually something on um, the ABC site today about some woman breaking out in pustules on her face from infected spots where she got her Botox done. Well, yeah. that's the price you pay for butane, I say. I don't think they are. 
Um, what about the poor woman who died on the bloody boobs? Oh! She had an old mate who worked in a chemist 10 years ago <laughs> in Hong Kong come and inject it. We shouldn't be laughing. No. Terrible. The person wasn't even a doctor. I know. She wasn't even a pharmacist. Okay, so I found this thing online the other day. And it's by a company called Living Vitality. I already hate it already. Personal aromatherapy inhalers. So from sixty-four dollars. From sixty-four dollars. So what does uh, that do? Okay, so actually, we this was touched on during a week, and you didn't know what it was. Vaping, so e-cigarettes. Yes. Right. So you know, e-cigarettes are meant to not be as bad. Some kid at your school. No, whose school was it? Some a friend of ours. Burn, 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 Morley's. Yeah. Friend, kid at school got suspended for vaping. I'm like, what's vaping? Yeah. So um, now you can get a personal aromatherapy inhaler. Uh, and what it does, so here we go. I'd like a gin flavoured one, please. A revolutionary new aromatherapy experience of an ancient practice. Garbage. Fuck off. Just another reason that they want to put you Perfectly- put your hand out. Perfectly safe and simple to use, a tiny lithium battery that's been dug out of the earth in some filthy mining sector. Um, although, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy to have a lithium battery in my phone. So, you know, hashtag hypocrite. Um, <laughs> vaporizes, vaporizes the essential oil as you take it into your mouth and exhale it through your nose to experience an immediate mood enhancement. Rubbish. Seven blends. Zen, sleepy, happy, active, vibrant, sexy, and healthy. Uh, Plus three environments. Mountain, ocean, oh, forest. God, <laughs> they must think we're stupid. <laughs> God, they must think we're stupid. So, yeah, you can buy that for, uh, I don't know, like a $64. lot. $64. Oh, no, so these are saying the 34, $34.95, but oh. the, yeah, then you must have to get the oil. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, so you can get, yeah, breathe ocean, breathe natural freedom. Go to the fucking beach. Just just <laughs> smoke some weed and be done with it. Not that I'm advocating that. Not Please don't do that. I'm not about to go and do that, so don't you do that either. No, it doesn't mean um, crazy. You yeah, just want to eat everything like, that's, and sleep. <laughs> that's not a great thing. Now... When we went out to lunch with the divine Ms. Harmer, yes. she mentioned something about conditioning first and shampooing second. Well, she has got a glorious mane of a hair. A mane. A mane of hair. And I was like, when your hair is just your, your like, she's sitting there with two, like, shaved haired women. One's grey and one's <laughs> blonde and black. And she said, oh, I think I might cut it shorter. I got it longer. I said, no, 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 leave it there. And she told us the secret to her beautiful mane was to condition first and shampoo next. Yeah. And that's not the first time I've heard that. No. And I'm, and of course, because I am the ultimate professional, I didn't look it up until right now. Um, and so I'm just looking it up. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, I, I can't understand. I don't understand how this works. I think so, it's something about, um, no, I don't know either. It goes against the very nature of my fibre of my being. So here we go. Uh, apparently, if you condition before shampooing, it's a pretty easy trick to achieve a killer mane. A mane. For God's sake. Conditioning before you shampoo is great for adding nourishment to fine hair without weighing it. Oh, blah, blah. What a load of... Anyway, if there's testament anyway. to, to it working is Wendy Helmer's beautiful. Yeah, hair. considering I haven't... Oh, actually, I do use shampoo now to so my hair doesn't go yellow, but yeah. Um, uh, We're going to come back 
after oh, a yeah. short break. We've yeah. been talking, I need a drink of water. Uh, we're going to come back, we're going to talk current obsessions and what we learnt this week. And also, what are we looking forward to? I'll see you after the break. See ya. And we're back. And we're back in the final instalment of The Hot Flush. Flush. What is The Hot Flush again? Well, The Hot Flush is something that we all seem to be experiencing with greater regularity. And this podcast is now episode four. It is. We have shot up the iTunes on the first week only, people. So please subscribe and like. And thank you for all our lovely reviewers, apart from the one who left a three-star review and then no comment. I'll mm. track you down. I'll track you down. <laughs> we can we can trace the Work what are they called? The IPDs? No, the ISPs. ISP. That's it. SPC. <laughs> baked beans and spaghetti. Um, we okay. can't really. I would have no idea. No, how to do that. I can barely turn my computer on. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk quickly about current obsessions. I've been obsessed with a book that's come out. I hope I haven't spoke about this. Uh, Brooke McClary has written a book called Slow which I thought was a, a cooking book. Um, no, I think you mentioned it. On uh, my live at No, no, I think you mentioned it and said that this had arrived and you were going to I spend some time it. with yeah, it. I spent the whole day reading it last weekend. Uh, Game Changer Slow by Brooke McCleary talks about keeping up with the Joneses oh. and why we are obsessed with getting the new iPhone that's coming out oh. or, uh, you know, getting our spring wardrobe looks together oh. or buying everything oh, from Kmart and mm. like making over your house with cheap tat. Um, and she stopped <laughs> doing it and she's freed up all her time and mental space. And I think it's a really good book and I've already lent it to someone, but I will lend it to you. But I think yeah. you should actually buy it because you'd like it. Um, so I'm, I'm obsessed with not consuming shit. Yes. Well, I gave up on that whole keeping up with the Joneses a long time ago because I was just so perpetually skint that I couldn't. Mm. And so now I basically have made peace with the fact that my house looks like a university dorm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't okay. matter. doesn't matter. doesn't bring you any happiness either. And when you see people buying cars and getting in big mortgages, yeah, and, yeah. and she talks a lot about that, just, you know, so you can save face and so... Uh, you're going skiing in Aspen, but you might like have no money in the bank, and yeah, yeah. you like, know who needs that sort of stress? I just think like, a house went for sale around my neighbourhood the other day for just millions and millions of dollars, and I was just thinking, oh, I wouldn't sleep at night knowing I no. had to make that much money. And I would be sort of like, you know, if, the, if I could hear the kids coming down the stairs, I'd just be like, don't touch the walls. <laughs> <laughs> like, who needs five bathrooms? Oh, yeah, no. Five places to piss on the floor, if you ask Well, me. that's five bathrooms to clean. And I know that if you're spending that amount of money, you've got to clean up. But I still can't. I haven't. I, I'm just not of that mindset. I can't. Yeah. You know. I mean, I used to shop for fun. Yeah. I no, used to I'm, think I'm, that that was fun. Yeah. And now I shop for necessity. For, like yeah. when it's someone's birthdays and Christmas. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and also like, you know, I shop for food daily or whatever I feel like eating at the time. Yeah. But the whole premise of the book is to just slow down, realise what you're using your time doing. Yeah. And it's okay like to that. spend a day reading a book on the couch in the sunshine as long as everyone's healthy and happy. Wow. I was. I She's was... also got a really, really well-known podcast, which I've gotten into. There's hundreds oh. of episodes there. And she gets on with her husband. And it's just like, they're just not, they're not like nutty like any of those paleo or any of those sort of movements. They're not, they're not about to tell us to start vaping no, aromatherapy No, oils. I haven't come across that yet, but it's all just about um, having a think about what you bring into your house and whether it's going to bring you happiness or mm. what you're spending money on or do you really need... See, I think I really... Waste. I think... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I get my vagina waxed as a little treat to myself. Uh, no, like, See, I, think... I like to buy wagon wheel ice creams as a little treat to myself. <gasps> okay, we're coming back to that. Um, I think I very much... I'll oh, do they? Yeah, they I was going to come back. Uh, so I think I came to that mindset um, because I spent a long time feeling really angry and depressed and sad because I saw lots of people around me accumulating all those things and we were just not in a position to do that Mm -hmm. and so I sort of came to that to where she what she's preaching just through necessity of my own mental health where I went you've got to let this go yeah and so I sort of did and now I find happiness in the things that are actually attainable for me so I I get it from cooking like my every fucking night like I actually even though I call it every fucking night you get some pleasure from it. Yeah, And I you get love... pleasure from Insta stories. Oh, my God. And if you're not following Kim on Instagram, watch your Insta stories because they bring a smile to your dog every single time. <laughs> now, I knew that mine was out of control where I used to go shopping and come home with all these bags and go, oh, my God, look at this, look at this. And then I put the bags in the cupboard and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, I was getting that dopamine hit from spending. Yes, yes. Um, but I wasn't actually valuing what I was buying. Mm. Yeah. Am I going to have a green smoothie now and go and plant a garden in the oh, backyard? No, you're about to go and do some gardening. No, who am don't... I? But you know, I put I shovel my money away for experiences and fun and things I can take my family on and holidays yeah. and catching up with my friends. That to me is more yeah. important than yeah. stuff like cocktails this afternoon. With yes, Kim's going Bromley home. Marina. Kim's going home to have an afternoon Sunday sesh. As I said to her, if I even thought about alcohol after my <laughs> 24 hours of spewage, I think it would make me sick. And our go-to is um, is a lychee martini. But this afternoon I'm going... <laughs> oh, God, maybe... Okay, so every episode I have to talk about a no. papery vagina and I've got to make you rich. No, no, we had lots of people comment on our last podcast saying, listening to Mrs. Wig Rich made me wet my pants. Yes. But it's, and it also it's made me winner. wet my it's pants. It's a ratings winner. Uh, no, not today. I was going to just any other day, but not today because my stomach lining can't deal with it. Um, but those today, who just joined us, I've spent 24 hours pooing and spewing for yes. England. It's not been pleasant. Uh, but Which is today what we have. What do we have here? We have the delightful bottle of Glen 20. Um, citrus breeze. I've changed over from the originals to yeah. hospital, and this one I'm getting quite addicted to. Oh, really? Citrus breeze. And what do you do? Because I've seen your Insta stories of this. Do you just go through every day and spray? Oh, Jesus! Yeah, smell it. Smell it. It's lovely, and it's just killed all those germs you've coughed in my face. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I like to spray door handles. Oh. Jesus. Shut up. That's like when you, like when you spray month. you spray your deodorant on and you make yourself cough. Um, oh, and now I've lost my train of thought. Good, I was going to tell you something. It sounded like it was going to be boring anyway. It was not going to be boring. It was going to be awesome. Uh, wagon wheel ice creams. They need more jam. Need more jam. That's all I'm going to say about that. I was so excited. And they're good. Like, you know, they're good. Yeah. They put up the jam a bit. If, would you go at gay time or would you go the wagon wheel? Well, they've just bought out the mint slice <gasps> ice cream. Have they? I haven't had that yet. I might go and get one this afternoon, depending on what's happening in the guttle area. Um, look, I'm just such a spare of the moment girl. I couldn't tell you. I do. A mint slice is basically one of my most favourite biscuits of Caramel all time. Crown. Oh, yeah. I'd go a mint slice over that. Like, because Tim Tams don't do anything for me. Have you got anything else that you're currently obsessed with? Uh, I am currently obsessed with. Um, no, nothing really. Good. No. 
That's my, my main current Sometimes obsession. Sometimes your obsessions are a bit strange. Yeah. No, my current obsession this week has actually just been muttering under my breath, like, yeah. you know, and yelling at the television. You motherfucker. Yeah, yelling at, like, you know, you know, you sit on a throne of lies at the I television. Know. I and my children going, Mum, it's a one-way medium. And they're going, oh, But that's like me. I've, I've given myself an excuse from question time this week because I just wasn't mentally prepared to screen at the television. Yeah. Um, I tell you what I am a little addicted to mm-hmm. is long-form articles in the New York Times and The Atlantic. Okay. They're that's really... not nerdy at all. <laughs> that's not nerdy at all. <laughs> Long form articles. Yes, but the thing is, is I find it really difficult to commit to a book. Yeah. But a long form article, I can do. I okay. can. I'll read it over a couple of days, and I find them really interesting. They're great. Hop to it. Hop to it. <laughs> chip chop. No, well, it's got to be better than that crap. Daily Mail. Is that just getting worse? What is that? What? And, how is that allowed? And I saw women. It's say, like the new idea of news. Oh, new idea in Women's Day. What a piece of shit you know they asked me to write for them both of them and oh. i've just gone i will not associate my good. good my good reputation how much are you pay my good reputation <laughs> with such cods what twenty thousand dollars an episode oh, oh no an article <laughs> i wouldn't oh, oh. i would do it for twenty. okay um, I'm a so and also vanity fair do great long-form articles as well and the segue for that is that on Vanity Fair's Instagram feed, which is great because it's they're just gorgeous photography of yep, celebrities yep. and people. Um, how good is Emma Thompson looking at the moment? I don't know. She's like hot to trot. Well, there's a lot of like women over forty in Hollywood yeah. who are just like Jenny and she hasn't, Dench. And she hasn't had work done. Like she just Bullshit. looks like well, okay. they have you. Okay, are she has, but. But if you look at her, she just looks like a radiating human being. Yeah, it's because she gets oxygen and fucking monkey guts. <laughs> monkey jizz injected in her forehead every second day. Don't think they have never had work done, Kim. You are deluded. You are deluded. Oh. What did you learn this week? We're going to sign off soon because we've been oh. rabbiting and I'm getting a sore throat. Okay, we need to... I, what did we learn this week? Um, I learned... Uh, I learnt that I do need sleep. Um, I learnt um, that it's no use railing against the fact that your parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. You've just sort of somehow got to make a peace with it and yep. step up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, but that's I'm only just starting to. I think that's one that we'll put on the list for next. I think week. we can want to talk. I want to talk some more about that because that's been really interesting. Um, and I've also learnt that. Uh, you can buy a vacuum for your pet. I don't even want to know about that. So you could get Isabel Barbara no. or Chewy and, and like just vacuum I just don't them. even want to know about shit like that. I mean, that goes back to what I was talking about in creating things that we need and we don't actually really oh, need yeah. them. But uh, do you know what? Like one of the, Probably the thing my cats are most scared of, apart from the ragdoll cat next door, is, uh, is the vacuum. So how are you going to deal with that? Yeah, we can't vacuum the pet. That's stupid. Can I just make mention that uh, the we, end. we have a, a a hot flush 
Facebook group. Don't do. Thank him. And we have lots of lovely discussions on the Hot Flush face group. It's just called The Hot Flush. We have 195 members <gasps> on there. Who's going to be the 200th member? I know. Whoever's going to be the 200th member is going to get a Hot Flush t-shirt. So can you just make sure that you wanted that? We've had a yeah. couple of lovely ladies win a Hot Flush t-shirt. We only do them in size XXL because I don't believe in things that don't skim. And <laughs> both our winners have sent us gorgeous photos of themselves wearing their Hot Flush t-shirt. So if you are the 200th member to join the hot flush you will and kim's going to monitor that because i couldn't be fucked and um, <laughs> you're going to win a t-shirt and trust me they are hot they are hot 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 all right oh my god so you know how uh, okay we can talk about that later okay um i learned this week all about your pelvic floor i didn't know anything about the pelvic floor i'm not going to hark on about it too much but if you go to my last blog post on www.wigswell.com you will find out some information there about your pelvic floor. And I don't think we need to talk about it anymore because we don't need to talk about wetting our pants. No, I think we've already talked about we've wetting our pants already. quite a fair yeah. bit. But there is a lot more information on Woog's World if you're interested in um, that subject. And I think I think that's it for us. Oh, one more thing. You know how what we've been obsessing about? Mm-hmm. I've been obsessing over the Instagram feed for texts from last night. That was Rob calling me. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, text from last night. They are freaking that hilarious. That is fantastic. Yep. Get on board that. Also, I want you to write this down. Start following the thud. Oh, God bless the thud. Oh, She's keeping it thud. real. She is a Canberran ex-political journo. Yeah. Got little kids. She... She'd have to be one of the funniest chicks on Instagram, apart from you, of course. Of course, of course. Um, well, we're just different eras. Well, she just looks like a supermodel, but she swears like a truck driver. And she I does. just love her. And, like, she has younger kids, and I sort of watch those younger kids in things like when she tries to get them dressed and when she tries to get them in the car yeah. and when she tries to understand why there are foodstuffs or clean nappies thrown from yeah, one end of her house to the other. very and, entertaining. And, you know... Uh, like I don't. Part of me just goes, "Thank fuck, I'm not there anymore." Yeah, but she does make it look fun. So she does. You make sure you follow uh, Lauren at the Thud. Yes. Um, and Lauren, we love what you do and keep doing it. Yes. I'm going to sign off now because I'm going to try and eat something for the first time in 24 Ooh. hours. It's going to eat one of your <laughs> chocolate brownie Ooh. cookies. Yes, which could be interesting. I made Smitten Kitchens. Brownie cookies today. I love it when Or brownie bickies. Or if, you know, they're bickies. Okay, you have a great fortnight, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Hot Flush, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See ya!